Welcome, welcome, welcome to a wonderful episode of The Gospel According to Stupid. I'm Johnny Waters, and this is my podcast where I read the Bible from cover to cover uh, because I'm insane. Um, so, uh, business up front. You can reach out to this particular podcast at www.johnwatersvoiceover.com forward slash podcasts. Um, that'll take you straight to this, where you can listen to the very first episode, the introductory one, as well as donate and send emails and all sorts of fun stuff like that. So, yeah, super fun. Um, you can also find us on the Twitter sphere uh, at accord to stupid and uh, according to stupid at gmail.com uh, is the best places to find those sort of things. So, uh, still no emails from our Jehovah's Witness people. I think they might have disappeared off the planet. So, um, we're going to mosey on. We're going to continue. Um, last episode, uh, we were talking, we got to talking about how Solomon and God had a little conversation of just like, you're going to do this, right? And uh, only if you do that, right? And if only you do that, it's one of these, like, try to outlawyer each other, which we saw, I think, back in Kings or so, um, when they really did have that kind of discussion. These, these particular chapters seem like, um, uh, just review. And it seems to do that. We'd be like, you do a thing, you review it, and then you we move on to the next one. I, I, it seems that way, at least. Um, so we're on, uh, Second Chronicles. We're in the King James Bible online.org. And, uh, here we go. We're in Chronicles chapter 8. Everybody ready? Cool. And it came to pass, at the end of twenty years, wherein Solomon had built the house of the Lord and his own house, that the cities which Huram had restored to Solomon, Solomon built them, and caused the children of Israel to dwell there. And Solomon went to Hamathzabah, and prevailed against it. All right. And he built Tadmor in the wilderness, and all the store cities, which he built in Hamath. All right. Also he built Beth Horon, the upper, and Beth Horon, the nether, fenced cities with walls, gates, and bars, even better, and Baaleth, uh, and all the store cities that Solomon had, and all the chariot cities, and all the cities of the horsemen, and all that Solomon desired to build in Jerusalem, and in Lebanon, and throughout all the land of his dominion. As for the people that were left of the Hittites, and the Amorites, and the Perizzites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites, which were not, uh, which were not of Israel, but of their children, who were left after them in the land, whom the children of Israel consumed not, them did Solomon make to pay tribute until this day. So he took over all these places, and he's like, hey, so just so I don't kill you, you got to pay some tribute. But the children of Israel uh, did Solomon make no servants of his work. But they were men of war and chiefs uh, and chief of his captains and captains of his chariots and horsemen. And these were the uh, chief of King Solomon's officers, even 250 that bear rule over the people. All right. And Solomon brought up the daughter of Pharaoh out of the city of David unto the house that he had built for her. For he said, My wife shall not dwell in the house of David, king of Israel, because the places are holy, whereunto the ark of the Lord hath come. So he's kind of like, eh, I'm not going to bang this chick in the place that's most holy. Let's do this somewhere else. Then Solomon offered burnt offerings unto the Lord on the altar of the Lord, which he had built before the porch. Even after a certain rate every day, offering according to the commandment of Moses on the Sabbaths and on the new moons and on the solemn feasts, three times in the year, even in the Feast of the Unleavened Bread, in the Feast of Weeks, and in the Feast of Tabernacles. Neato! And he appointed, according to the order of David his father, the courses of the priests for their service, to the Levites, to their charges, 
uh, to praise and minister before their priests at the duty of every day required. The porters also by their courses at every gate, so that uh, for so had David, uh, the man of God, commanded. Being like, this is the way we're going to fucking do shit, all right? We're going to keep this boat rowing. We're going to make it a little bit better, but we're going to keep it going. And they departed not from the commandment of the king unto the priests and Levites concerning any matter or concerning the treasures. Being like, all right, we followed the rules. And now all the work of Solomon was prepared unto the day of the foundation of the house of the Lord and until it was finished. So the house of the Lord was perfected. Uh, then went Solomon to Ezion-Geber and to Eloth uh, at the seaside in the land of Edom. Okay. And Huram sent him by the hands of his servants ships and servants that had knowledge of the sea. And they went with the servants of Solomon to Ophir and took thence four hundred and fifty talents of gold and brought them to King Solomon. Yeah, things are looking great. But I bet it's going to change. Uh, Chronicles 9. All right, here we go. And apparently we get to re-hear about this lady, this Queen of Sheba. And when the Queen of Sheba heard the fame of Solomon, she came to prove Solomon with hard questions at Jerusalem, with a very great company and camels that bear spices and gold in abundance and precious stones. And when she was come to Solomon, she communed with him of all that was in her heart. And Solomon told her all her questions, uh, and, there, and there was nothing hid from Solomon, which he told her not. And when the queen of Sheba had seen the wisdom of Solomon in the house that he had built, and the meat of his table, and the sitting of his servants, and the attendance of his ministers, and their apparel, his cupbearers also, and their apparel, and his accent by which he went up into the house of the Lord, there was no more spirit in her. Okay, so she showed up to be like, I'm going to ask you some hard-ass questions. And then she's like, you know, uh, you seem to be doing pretty well for yourself. And she said to the king, It was a true report which I heard in mine own land of thine acts and of thy wisdom. Howbeit I believed not their words until I came and mine eyes had seen it. And behold, the one half of the greatness uh, of thy wisdom was not told me, for thou exceedest the fame that I heard. Happy are thy men, and happy are these thy servants, which stand continually before thee, and hear thy wisdom. Blessed be the Lord thy God, which delighted in thee, and sent thee on his throne, to be king for the Lord thy God. Because thy God loved Israel, and established them for ever, therefore made thee king over them, to do judgment and justice. And she gave the king an hundred and twenty talents of gold and of spices, great abundance, and precious stones, neither was there any such spice as the queen of Sheba gave king Solomon. And the servants also of Huram, and the servants of Solomon, which brought gold from Ophir, brought algum trees and precious stones. And the king made of the algum trees terraces uh, to the house of the lord Nido and to the king's palace, uh, and harps and psalteries for singers, and there were none such seen before them in the land of Judah. Oh, neat. So we had a nice little band thing. Yay! And King Solomon gave to the queen of Sheba all her desire. Oh, yeah. Whatsoever she asked, beside that which she had brought unto her, unto the king. So she turned and went away to her own land, she and her servants. All right, thanks, bye. Now, the weight of gold that came to Solomon in one year was six hundred and three score and six talents of gold. Holy fuck, there was a shit ton of gold in that place. Besides that which chapmen and merchants brought, and all the kings of Arabia and governors of the country brought gold and silver to Solomon. And King Solomon made two hundred targets of beaten gold. Oh boy. Six hundred shekels of beaten gold went to one target. God damn. 
And three hundred shields made he of beaten gold. Three hundred shekels of gold went to one ship. Jesus Christ. And the king put them in the house of the forest of Lebanon. Oh, okay. Uh, moreover, the king made a great throne of ivory and overlaid it with pure gold. And there were six steps to the throne with a footstool of gold, which were fastened to the throne and stays on each side of the sitting place, and two lions standing by the stays. And twelve lions stood there on the one side, and on the other upon the six steps. There was not the like made in any kingdom. And all the drinking vessels of King Solomon were of gold, and all the vessels of the house of the forest of Lebanon were of pure gold, none were of silver. It was not anything accounted of in the days of Solomon. For the king's ships went to Tarshish with the servants of Huram. Every three years once came the ships of Tarshish, bringing gold and silver, ivory and apes, holy shit, and peacocks. So they're bringing all sorts of shit to Solomon. Solomon is rich as fuck. And uh, King Solomon passed all the kings of the earth in riches and wisdom. No shit! Why don't you start making, like, stuff out of uh, shields, the gold being like, no, we have enough. Let's make some shields out of gold. You know, stuff that's useful, but not really at all actual useful. I mean, it does raise the price of them, I suppose, but, like, you know, fuck it. Um, and all the kings of the earth sought the presence of Solomon to hear his wisdom that God had put in his heart. And I'm sure they were like, how the fuck is he that rich? And they brought every man his present, vessels of silver and vessels of gold and raiment, harness and spices, horses and mules, a rate by year. Where's all this gold even coming from, I wonder? And Solomon had four thousand stalls of horses and chariots, and twelve thousand horsemen, whom he bestowed in the chariot cities, and with the king at Jerusalem. And he reigned over all the kings from the river, even unto the land of the Philistines, and to the border of Egypt. And the king made silver in Jerusalem as stones, and cedar trees made he as the sycamore trees that are in the low plains in abundance. And they brought unto Solomon horses out of Egypt and out of all lands. Now, the rest of the Acts of Solomon, first and last, fuck you. Fuck you. I hate this. I hate that they'd fucking do Why not just put it all in one fucking book? Motherfucker. Uh, now the rest uh, of the Acts of Solomon, first and last, are they not written in the book of Nathan the prophet, and in the prophecy of Ahijah and the Shilonite, and in the visions of Edo the seer against Jeroboam the son of Nebat? Just do a fucking here! And Solomon reigned in Jerusalem over all Israel forty years. And Solomon slept with his fathers, and he was buried in the city of David his father, and Rehoboam, his son, reigned in his stead. And it seems from here on out, everything is gonna be just sad days. We'll do one more. Fuck it. You deserve it. Um, chapter 10. And Rehoboam uh, went to Shechem, for to Shechem all, where all Israel come to make him king. And it came to pass when Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, who was in Egypt, whether he had fled from the presence of Solomon the king, heard it, that Jeroboam returned out of Egypt, and they sent and called him. So Jeroboam and all Israel came and spake to Rehoboam, saying, Thy father made our yoke grievous. Now therefore ease thou somewhat the grievous servitude of thy father, and his heavy yoke that he put upon us, and he will serve thee. And he said unto them, Come again unto me after three days. And the people departed. And the king Rehoboam said, took counsel of the old men that stood before Solomon his father while he yet lived, saying, What counsel give me to return answer to this people? 
And they spake unto him, saying, If thou be kind to this people, and please them, and speak good words to them, they will be thy servants forever. But he forsook the counsel which the old men gave him, and took counsel with the young men that were brought up with him, that stood before him. And he said to them, What advice give ye that may return answer to these people, which have spoken to me, saying, Ease somewhat the yoke thy father did put upon us. So these old guys are like, Okay, yeah, fucking do it, because they'll be your servants forever. They'll love that you are kind, and be like, Look what they did for us, yay. But he's like, fuck that, I want the youngins to tell me. Man, man, young people know what the fuck they're talking about, piece shit. And the young men that were brought up with him spake unto him thus, Thus shalt thou answer the people that spake unto thee, saying, Thy father made our yoke heavy, but make, it, make thou it somewhat lighter for us. Thus shalt thou say unto them, My little finger shall be thicker than my father's loins. Oh boy. Oh boy. They are, <laughs> they are, Playing with danger here. For whereas my father put a heavy yoke upon you, I put more on to your yoke. My father chastised you with whips, but I will chastise you with scorpions. Oh, maybe they're being worse. So Jeroboam and all the people came to... Uh, that's not good. <laughs> on the third day, as the king bade, come again to me a third day. And the king answered them roughly. And the king Rehoboam forsook the counsel of the old men and answered them after the advice of the young men. My father made your yoke heavy, but I will add thereto. My father chastised you with whips, but I will chastise you with scorpions. So instead of being like, all right, we're going to ease up just a little bit. He's like, fuck you, I'm going to make this really tough. Where my father's dick was not as thick as my fucking little finger, I'm going to be as thick as a real dick. So the king hearkened not unto the people, for the cause was of God, that the Lord might perform his word, which he spake by the hand of Ahijah the Shilonite to Jeroboam the son of Nebat. And when all Israel saw that the king would not hearken unto them, the people answered the king, saying, What portion have we in David? And we have none inheritance in the son of Jesse. Every man to your talents, O Israel, and now David seed thine own house. So all Israel went to their tents. But as for the children of Israel that dwelt in the cities of Judah, Rehoboam reigned over them. Then King Rehoboam sent Hadaram, uh, that was over the tribute, okay, and the children of Israel stoned him with stones. Oh, shit, that he died. But King Rehoboam made speed to get him up to his chariot to flee Jerusalem, and Israel rebelled against the house of David unto this day. Oh, so he's like, yeah, Rehoboam had to fucking get the fuck out, I guess. Huh, what a, what an adventure. Way, way to fuck up your future. Well, that's about it for us today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we'll have another episode probably on Friday, uh, and it'll be fucking great. Um, you've been gospel to by the stupid, everybody.